previously on the player's world. We saw the hunters meet in Dr. Marvels' lab, where they're passed on the message from the hotel to head to the Broadstead Museum. Before heading down, Eli took a rather strange looking blood test to determine more about his powers. After that, Eli and Luz have more conflict as they try to get ready. I'm starting to think that they'll never get along. Rainbow and Ava do a wonderful job at coaching Luz and Eli about conflict resolution before they head out to the street and commandeer an Invisitrain that they catch across town and towards the museum, where we see a couple headed into the museum and straight into the danger zone. Let's see what happens in the player's world. So we return with Luz and Gus, who are up the front of this Invisitrain, uh, while the three of you collect yourselves from the entangled clump on the floor, probably. Gus has just noticed the couple heading into the museum, and uh, he now turns to you, Luz, and says, Oh my god, Luz, we gotta get them out of there. I, I don't know what it is, but something tells me that this is not gonna be good. Uh, oh, Okay. I mean, it's a museum. Oh, yeah. Trouble in the museum. Okay. Yes. I guess I guess we should go out then. Yeah. And Augustus, like, starts fumbling towards, like, uh, where would be a handle. And he sort of mime opens a door out into the street. And he steps down. And then, again, you watch him sort of descend down onto the sidewalk. And he holds out a hand for you, Luz, just to sort of help you down. Um, I, I take it. And I thank him. And then I run towards the museum. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rainbow, Eva, uh, uh, Eva, and Eli are just on a clump on the ground. <laughs> ah. You're on my arm, Eli. Can you please get off? That's not my arm. You're, you're both just sitting on top of Rainbow, who doesn't mind that much. <laughs> okay, wait, so no, you're twisted here. Okay. Uh, okay, okay, wait, stop moving. No, you're the one. You're, okay, mo- okay, on three. One, two. Yeah. Oh. Oh. yeah okay i'm just gonna mark that off on the experience list of uh have been in a moving train and have it immediately stop uh augustus sort of reaches behind uh where the sort of front control panel was and he presses a a nothing button and you hear that of oh, the two doors open up and he steps and walks sort of up the sidewalk into you and uh says are you are you guys all right and he holds out a hand just for one of you three. I slap it away and I walk up and just like, yeah, I'm fine. I don't think so you. And starts walking out the train. A single tear rolls down his cheek. And he holds out his hand for one of the, <laughs> the two remaining. Ava I'll, takes it. I was about to say, I'll take it if no one else does. Augustus <laughs> holds out two hands and helps you both down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who did we say was still in their pajamas? That's me. Yeah, okay, Rainbow, as soon as you step down onto the sidewalk... A like brisk, chilly wind whips through, and uh, and you guys notice you are in like a much cooler part of Broadstead now. the The lawns and the foliage on the sidewalk have like this thin layer of ice across them, 
And once you step down onto the sidewalk, there's like a couple of passerbys and you see that they are like thickly coated up with these like, uh, like pea coats and scarves and stuff like that. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's a bit of a chilly brisk one out here. Thank God that room had extra hoodies. I could, um, I could turn into wolf form and be warm. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what, you just do you. Alex, <laughs> <laughs> right, just go in the museum. Let's just do it. It, like, cautiously, not as fast as Luz did, starts approaching the museum. Yeah, I think all of you just sort of start walking together. Maybe Luz is just, like, sort of jetted off ahead. But um, Augustus kind of walks with the three of you, and uh, in a sort of a hushed tone, he's kind of leaning into uh, all three of you, and he kind of says, Listen, hey, I, I just... Look, I just saw a, a couple go into the museum. Now, my hopes are that this... Uh, that this note, and he, and he holds out the piece of parchment that says Broadstead Museum now, that this note wasn't for anything malicious, but, I mean, based on the conversation that I just had with, based on the uh, circumstances, it, uh, it doesn't sound good. We, uh, we, uh, we need to just get in there, I think, and, and find that, that couple and anybody else who is uh, inside and get them out and then find out what we're what we're here for okay that sounds good to me i i I guess like do do you know what's happening or yeah because last time we had like a modicum of information which didn't help too much and now we're heading in blind i know about as much as you at this point which is absolutely nothing because i know nothing about this world that i was half-handedly thrown into diddly squat is what I know. And Augustus, no one says that anymore. You're really old. Neil, I start walking faster towards the museum. All right, Gav, trying to throw the shade on someone else. Someone else is old. <laughs> Call them old now, guys. Come on. Hey, I, hey, hey, I'm just, I'm just paying you back, all right? <laughs> Look, you can shift blame all you want. What blame yeah, yeah. is there to shift? You guys started calling me this. <laughs> if anyone has to blame, it's all of you. <laughs> Maybe if you stop being so old. Just stop it, Gavin. <laughs> all your mannerisms, they're old. Cast fireball on all of you. <laughs> You're going to do what now? Okay. Nothing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so. So, wait, like, is this entrance to the museum? Is it like one of those grand, like, things just like where it's a giant archway? Is there just like, like a smaller archway that has a door in it? Yeah, I kind of like the idea of that. So maybe as you guys approach the corner of this gray building, there is a small flight of wide concrete stairs that lead up to a short landing. And that landing meets the bottom of these three large stone pillar archways that support these gray sandstone slabs that make up the exterior of this building. And you sort of crane your neck up to see that inlaid into this uh, gray walling above the entryway is a large bronzed emblem. Now, the design of this emblem, in the center of it is a singular Greek column. To the left of it is a quill and parchment. And to the right is a symbol of an eye. And a text wraps around this emblem that reads, Broadstead Museum of Natural and Ancient History. And you gaze back down at the set of double dark wooden doors and notice that the sign is currently flipped to open. Is there like windows? Is it like a solid door? Or is it like, can we see inside? No, it's a set of like solid double doors. All right. 
there are some windows, but there are like uh, like vertical slits that are like uh, are like up too high for you to sort of reach. Can I flip the sign to closed? Uh, roll act under pr- no, yeah, sure you can flip <laughs> it to closed. I flip it to closed because what kind of dummy wouldn't <laughs> if we're trying to get people like, to stick out? Yeah, like yeah. As, as you do that, Eli kind of looks over and is like, "Oh, good idea." So Sam, if we had somebody like lift up another person, could we see through a window? Uh, I think just based on like the architecture that I have in mind for this place, this window is going to be like uh, sort of at the top of like a second, like a second story. So it'd have to be like three people stacked. Nope. <laughs> Darn. Oh. We, we, we learned our lesson from last time. So look, the dog stack was a great plan. It just was, execution wasn't so great. Yeah. I was hoping it was going to be two people, but if it's three people, nah. Nope, not going for that. We saw people enter this doorway already. Yeah, I just, I think going inside is our best option. Let's go. Let's go. Yes, you step in out of this brisk, cold morning and you walk into the lobby of this museum where the atmosphere is a lot more somber than outside. Outside was this fresh, brisk, almost coffee-like morning. But in here, it feels like an aged, fine whiskey. It doesn't smell like whiskey. Instead, it smells like what an old bookstore might smell like. From what you can tell... The walls are a deep mahogany brown that are barely distinguished because there is almost no light source at all in here, except for what little light peels in through those narrow frosted glass uh, vertical windows that are now sort of up and behind you. You get the immediate impression that despite the sign out front, this museum actually isn't open yet. And, uh, And the room that you step into is still like, very, very dark, and you can sort of barely make your way around while you're in here. All right, I'm just going to ask the thing I always ask. What does it smell like? Can I roll <laughs> to smell? Yeah. <laughs> what does it smell like? Smells like um, that whiskey you were mentioning. Okay, what are we going to decide is like the roll for smelling? Sharp. Um, probably plus sharp. Because, okay, my argument is that uh, Rainbow's extra like sense of smell is from her werewolf form and that is pretty weird so while like her werewolf form is like naturally occurring it's not like a magic or anything it still is like this kind of weird thing so my counter argument to it being a sharp roll is that it could also be a weird roll what do you guys think let's i like it being a weird roll yeah weird sounds you're weird (laughs) weird sounds good pretty weird I'm pretty sure we did sharp last time, but from now on, let's do plus weird for your small rolls. Well, um, whenever I'm not investigating a mystery, it shouldn't be sharp, I think. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Five plus three is eight plus my weird of three makes it 11. Okay. 11. Hmm. How did you describe what... Eli smelt like when he tuned into the monster. I believe it was an allegory of of garlic and steak versus something cooked with garlic versus something cooked in the same kitchen as garlic. I think then for the sake of um, continuity, 
This room <laughs> smells like it was cooked next to another stove that was cooking garlic. <laughs> if that is at all helpful. But the garlic is um it is uh an unnatural scent to you. It is that sort of dark force of of smell that you picked up when uh when Eli was tuning into the monster. Does that help? But only when he was tuning into the monster. So none of his other fuckery was uh Correct. Yeah. Okay. To the group I will say it smells like bad monster magic in here. Again, not in here, not in this room, but it's like Oh, it's in the area. It's yeah, yeah. It's not oh, in this, this room. place probably has central air. Oh f- <laughs> I don't know how monster bad magic smells. I mean, that probably just means we have a bad magic y monster in this museum. Yeah, you're probably right. Ava, have you been able to get the flashlight on your phone to working? I was trying a little bit last night, but I kind of gave up. Oh, definitely not. Um, oh, but really. we can use the screens as light. Um, I would like to look around for a light switch. Yeah, I was going to do that too. <laughs> like, uh, I, feel like I was going to look around a to see if I could find a flashlight, but that's much smarter. Okay, I mean, so... both would be useful. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's do Ava. So, Ava, are you using your like the glow of your phone to do this, or are you just gonna fumble around the dark? Oh, I'm definitely using the glow of my phone. Yeah. Okay. So you whip out your phone, and the, like the glow from your screen isn't. It's not. It's not a flashlight. It's you know just a very soft, very immediate uh, lighting of your surroundings. Which direction do you want to start walking towards? Are we talking like left or right? Yeah, like uh, left, okay. right, or straight. Like, where do you want to go? I'm going left, um, and I'm also keeping a lookout if there's anything that looks like a um, fire alarm system. Sure, okay. Yeah, I think, Ava, as you pull out your phone and you start to hover this phone back and forth, you follow the wall. Um, you come across like just a, maybe like one painting of a nondescript scenery of, of some sort of uh, history scene, uh, but you eventually sort of, maybe not bump into, but you come across a... <sighs> How do you describe it's it's like those big metal accordion shutters, right? That that like that shop fronts use to like close up a store. You come across one of those that stretch um, that stretch across this sort of left hand side of the wall. As you kind of hold your phone up to this accordion style gate, uh, you look through and you can see some. You see like the faint glow of like some shelves inside, like store shelves. Nice. But there is no light source over here. A shout out to the others. Got nothing to the left. Yeah, we go over to Eli. Yeah, I'm kind of like hugging the wall a little bit just to see if I can find a light switch. Yeah, okay. Roll act under pressure to fumble around in the dark and try and find a light switch. That is a cool stat. And I got a minus Mm -hmm. one to that. Okay. So I rolled a seven minus one. Okay, that's a six. So mark experience. Cool. Okay, Eli, I think as you're um, sort of, again, also hovering your phone back and forth. You... I'll my phone back and forth. I'll my phone back and forth. <laughs> and uh, you come across some lounges and some armchairs and like a, a coffee table. I'll tell you what. You come across a fireplace because I think you were searching for like a light source and I'll give this to you. You come across a fireplace. 
Um, but it is not lit and there is sort of nothing in it. It looks like it is for display only. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those display fireplace where you kind of walk by. It's just like, what's the purpose of this? <laughs> um, yeah, nothing over there. So I don't find anything, basically, of use. She's going to cut back over to Luz. Uh, what was Luz going to do? Um, so I don't know if there are... You know how you can pull a, a string for lamps? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I'm kind of waving my arms around, <laughs> trying to feel for something in the sky or around me. And if I bump into a wall, which I probably will, yep. I'll try to walk along that wall. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going and straight ahead? Yes. Okay, yeah. So at the same time as... Ava goes left and Eli goes right. Luz, you go straight forward, kind of flapping your arms back and forth. (laughs) And your hands come into contact with something. And you hear that something topple. And then a loud shattering of glass on the floor beneath you. Uh, But at the same time, your hands do come into contact with uh, like a tabletop. And you kind of fumble your way across it. And there is this table across the front face of this room. Can I check it out to see if they have any flashlights? <laughs> Maybe a lighter? Absolutely. Roll Act Under Pressure to fumble your way along this tabletop and just kind of poke and prod and try find something of value to you. Uh, I got seven. <laughs> <laughs> There's just more clamoring and clattering, just, <laughs> just endless, and like tin cans and stuff like that for like no reason whatsoever, just for this comedic value. Glass is shattering. Damn it! Uh, I probably broke the lamp. But you make your way around this long desk, and you come around to the other side. And you kind of half trip over a chair that has uh, a wheelie chair that's been like sort of tucked in underneath it until your hand finally lands on a light switch. Just uh, <gasps> just sort of tucked away in uh, in the desk somewhere. How the heck is the light switch in the desk? <laughs> Life's <laughs> mysteries. <laughs> I'm going to flip it, I guess. <laughs> The lights flip on and this room is now suddenly illuminated in this warm yellow light that reveals a small lounge area to the right of this reception desk that Luz is standing behind. A couple of lounges are just centered around the coffee table over there. And to the left of this room is a floor-to-ceiling accordion metal shutter that bars off the entrance uh, into a second room, uh, above which has a sign that reads, Gift Shop. And uh, to the left of the reception desk are two large, almost, again, floor-to-ceiling double doors uh, that has a small black plaque inlaid with uh, something written on it. Uh, And as you guys sort of turn and look over towards the reception desk, there is just (laughs) (laughs) a cacophony of broken glass and there is like three lamps on the ground shattered. Paper has been strewn everywhere, and there are pens and pencils scattered all about, behind which stands, Luz. Looks like you found the light. Yeah. Nice job. Yeah. I'd like to reconvene the group, or at least go to where Luz is. Okay, now we're not just waving blindly in the dark. That's good. 
Okay. I guess people shouldn't doubt me anymore. You're completely right. <laughs> Did any of us actually doubt you? Um, everyone doubts me. <laughs> I think, like, as the lights flicked on, you guys just see Augustus is just holding his temples and, like, looking down like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, why didn't you do anything? I was to say, he can leave. <laughs> yeah. If he doesn't like it, he can leave. Man, if you really want, if you're really, like, disappointed, why didn't you do anything, huh? All right? Mm. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Mm. Is I know earlier I mentioned I was looking for a um sort of like fire alarm system. Can I see anything like that now? Yeah, I think uh, Ava behind the desk somewhere of the reception desk, um, just on the wall, there's a small little lever that uh, reads fire emergency uh, on it. Yeah, and I was looking for a flashlight. Could I find that in the desk anywhere? And then Eli, if you want to go over to the desk and you start sort of rooting around drawers and stuff like that. Uh, you don't come across any flashlights or torches or mm. anything like that, unfortunately. Unfortunately. God. Uh, <laughs> even Augustus mm. is groaning at that one. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to turn toward the group. Hey, Luz, didn't you guys say you saw someone walk in here earlier or a couple or something? Oh, yeah. Gus, <laughs> where should we go? Yeah, actually, I do have a question. Does anything besides the multiple shattered lamps and glass, does it look look like anyone's been through here recently? Like, maybe dust on that that might have been moved or just anything off? Um, As you look around this reception area, it is, like, very well kept. Like, there isn't... <laughs> it was it, very well kept. It, well, yeah, <laughs> I should say that. It was very well kept until lose happened. But <laughs> before that... um. I think, uh, I'll tell you what, by the door, there's a coat rack and uh, two scarves have been hung up. Maybe if you want, like, just to sort of help out your investigation, you might go over and just sort of, like, run your hand over them. And they are, they are warm. Wait, Rainbow, um, you sniffed out the one girl, right? Yes. <gasps> we could sniff out the couple. Or we could just pull the fire alarm. Oh. Mm. Um, out of character, wouldn't that just bring like a f- ton of firemen and yeah, first responders? Yeah, maybe let's not Damn do it. that until it's like you know actually necessary. Yeah, and then it could also alert the monster. Well, I was hoping to bring the monster to us because we don't know what it is. I, why do we always lose the element of surprise? Well, <laughs> <laughs> lose the element of surprise might be an important uh, word there. <laughs> important thing right there, but also. First responders tend to be people with a great deal of experience and also adults. So maybe that could potentially be a good thing if we get like 12 competent EMTs, potentially police officers that might or might not be pigeons and firefighters here. And it also gets the collateral damage out. No, they, it adds more collateral damage, though. The, those people arrive. But will they come, mm. I guess, yeah. But for me... um, like it could also bring a bunch of regular people to the museum to check out what's happening. You said there was a big wooden door on the opposite side that looks like at least somewhere else. Yeah, and it is the only other sort of entrance out of this room apart from the doors you just came through. Yeah, they are two large, almost floor to ceiling uh, double doors that has a, a sign with something written on it that you can't sort of see from this distance. I would I like to closer. go. Yep. I know. I can go first. <laughs> me, me, me. <laughs> 
Ava will follow. Eli can have it. Ava will just follow behind and... <laughs> you both approach this door <laughs> together in unison. I'd like to pick up one of the scarves to take with me in case we decide we need to find the people. Yes, 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 absolutely. Um, where do you... What do you do with it? Do you just hold it? Put it on because it's cold. <laughs> I I think I might be the most resistant to the elements of the group since I live outside. So I think I'll just hold it. Okay, cool. Not like I have other things to carry. I'm literally wearing like boxer shorts and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I don't have pockets. Yeah. So we see Eli and Ava both together in unison stride proudly towards these double doors. And they appeared in to read the sign. And the sign reads... Visit six times and press red to ponder, or else remain in eternal wonder. Oh, damn it. Oh, f- no. Mm-mm. I hate riddles. Nope. I hate riddles so much. Below that sign, uh, above a handle, is a push or pull sign. Push or pull? Yeah, just like a push pull door sign, you know. Okay. Um... Can you repeat the riddle? <laughs> sure. Visit six times and press red to ponder or else remain in an eternal wonder. And that's wonder with an A. Press red to... Press red to ponder? Yeah. Wait, uh, so if I... Can I, like, squat down? Is there light coming underneath the door? Yeah, no, yeah. If there was light, it would be showing, but there is nothing. It was just sort of blackness. All right, so I guess it's dark on the other side. I'm going to grab the handle. (laughs) Do you push or pull? Oh no. Uh, I'm going to push. You push it and nothing happens. Then I'm going to pull it. <laughs> you pull it and it opens. Wow. Wow. Oh. Damn. Yeah. I planned that. Let's walk a band. Spend four hours just trying to open a door. Honestly, I was half expecting us to go into like a five minute long debate on whether we should push or pull based on the riddle, but I was, <laughs> I'm so glad that didn't happen. Let's go through these doors before we keep going insane. Oh, goodness. Okay. Yeah, I think Gus is like, okay, thank goodness. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's go in. Step into a small black curtain. Um, I'm, I'm going to call it an airlock. Okay. Um, and it's just this space between the doors that you go through. And there's like just a couple meters before there are these like floor to ceiling black curtains. Um, and maybe you do that thing like when uh, somebody's stuck behind like the school play curtain and they can't find their way out. And you just kind of fumble around for a bit. And you step into a larger, more cavernous, almost pitch black room that much like Rainbow's room, and it's also the same sort of visual that we got from Ava's bedroom door. You step into, well, the cosmos. It's nearly impossible to make out where the walls are, but you can faintly see them. 
But again, like just beyond that, there is this, I say illusion of, of the cosmos. There are these twinkling black, never ending space that stretches before you. And there are these large nebulae clouds and the black marble floor beneath you, again, still just kind of faintly visible shimmers with the reflection of the pins of light that come from the stars that shimmer above you. And a number of brightly colored spheres float around the room. And these spheres range in size from as small as a basketball to as large as a roller pod. And some of these spheres are patterned with swirls and sparkles in them. Others have a series of concentric rings suspended around them and they all just float aimlessly and lazily around this room. And your attention is just sort of immediately drawn into the center of this room where there is a single large exhibit, a glowing golden tree. This tree stretches up maybe three or four stories with each of its leaves seemingly made of 24 karat gold that these branches in the trunk and these leaves pulse with a slow energy as it just stretches up and up into this black cosmic air. And at the base of this tree, there is a small railing that wraps around the base, creating just kind of like a small walkway barrier. And on the other side of this tree, with their hands wrapped around the railing, gawking up at this golden tree, are two antelope-headed dudes. And they're just kind of talking quietly between themselves, not even even noticing your entrance. And uh, Luz, I think because you were also with Augustus when he saw, this is the couple that you saw walk into the museum. Two antelope-headed dudes. Antelope-headed dudes, yeah. So, like, the animal antelope. <laughs> Correct, yes. You know how, like, uh, the brown suits are pigeon-headed? These guys just have an antelope head. Oh, so, like, there's, there's like, anthropomorphic citizens then. Correct. Okay. I'm sure Ava and Eli are losing their minds, but Liz is just going to be like, Uh, hey, um, why are you here? Uh, the two, the, the couple are like, you know, they were just kind of talking to themselves and they stop and they just kind of look almost like a gazelle in headlights. Well, they just kind of like look towards each other again and then back at you. And they call out, um, we're, um, we're here for the museum. Uh, what are you guys here for? Um, we're, um, we're special forces. You guys are in here while it's closed. If you don't get out, we're going to arrest you. I'm trying to manipulate someone. <laughs> roll manipulate. Uh, okay, yeah, roll manipulate someone. <laughs> the first roll of its kind. Yeah, I think this is our first manipulate someone. Everyone forgets to use that. This is plus charm. Uh, dang it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I got a six. Wah, wah, wah. Is, it, is it possible to help her out? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give that to you. But what's Ava going to say? Oh, she's not going to say anything. She's just going to draw the glaive. 
from her back. Ooh, okay. Whoa. Um, Ava. <laughs> Ava, roll plus cool for help out. Oh, boy. Please be good. Nine. Okay. <gasps> That brings All it up right. to seven. So it brings it up to a seven. On a seven to nine, they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show them you mean it. If you've asked too much, they'll tell you what it would take. Okay, so uh, let's roleplay this a little bit because I want to find out what it is that you want from the, this couple right now. Um, they respond by saying, well, I mean, uh, the sign said it was open. I don't know what you want from us. We're allowed in here. Um, now it says closed. Explain that one. All right, let's go. I'm going to pull out my knives and slowly walk towards the... Okay, hold on. We don't need to... Okay, listen. Really sorry for interrupting. This is definitely a magical museum. But um, basically what happened is uh, my dad... He told me that he, he works here sometimes as like a, a night guard and he forgot to uh, flip the sign to close and um, he accidentally left it open and it was like really tired. So he asked me in the morning if I could come back out here, flip it open. We saw you guys go in and, and some of my friends happened to be nearby. So uh, we came in and uh, we kind of need you to get out if, if that's not too much trouble. But the business hour sign says that it's open and the sign was open. I, we're not going. You guys, no, you're threatening us right now. Wait, the business hour sign? Where? Just like on the front somewhere of the building. You saw it as you came in. Gus, you're literally in charge of the brown suits. Gus, help help us right now. <laughs> yeah, Gus steps forward and he says like, like he's holding his arms out uh, at Ava to like put your glaive down. Come, what are you doing? This is and then like your knives as well. He's like, stop it. This is these are people. <laughs> Ava sheepishly puts her glaive away. I'm just like, oh dear. This whole time, just like, oh no, conflict resolution isn't working. Gus steps forward and he says, um, yes, uh, I am this boy's father, and I am the night guard. Oh my. Uh, here at the museum and uh we do have to close this down for uh renovations <laughs> they are unprecedented renovations and yeah, we i um yeah and the two antelope guys are just like wide-eyed staring at the five of you just like what the f- Oh my god, Gus, you know what it, that would have been like way more effective? Showing your badge <laughs> to these people showing that you're in charge of the brown suits. That would have been so good. But no. <laughs> hey, you two, get out. They turn to you, lose, and say, uh, I mean, I guess we'll Hey, is that my scarf? And they're looking at you now, Rainbow. Like, what is? What do you give that um, back? Of course. Here you go. I'm sorry. I found it out in the earlier area. Yeah, on the coat rack. Thief! 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 While everyone's kind of yelling, being loud and excessive, mm. I wanted to take a look around to see if I don't know anything was shifty. If there, if we could see here, like 
I just want to basically do a scan of the room to see if anything's like creep. I'm watching. I'm looking. <laughs> okay. Um. Just like while this whole conversation, she's kind of looking around, seeing if he can hear or see anything. Roll plus sharp for read a bad situation. Um, we've done this move a couple times before. I'm going to read out the questions one more time. And then like from here on, I'm not going to ask the questions anymore because it takes a lot of time. So you've, your questions are, what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? Nine. Nine. You get to hold one. Uh, are there any dangers we haven't noticed seems the most fitting for what my question was. Hmm. I'm just thinking. I don't think so. There are, there's no dangers that you haven't noticed yet because, yeah, there's nothing available to you in this room. Wait, we can see the door in the back, right? The door in the back? What do you mean? The door that we came into this room from. Eli, you turn around and you pull back the curtain. The door's vanished. Uh, guy? Just meanwhile, they're arguing it out. So, the door is gone. That's a thing. I wonder where it went. Um... This, this is the door that we came through. I'd like to see if I can read a bad situation to see where I can find it, because these people are just generally being rude. I was trying to help them. I've done nothing bad to the scarf. I immediately turned it over when they got pissy about it. Mm-hmm. So that's just not my problem anymore. <laughs> so I'm going to focus on trying to get us out. Um... Would you guys say this is investigative mystery? Yeah. A lot of these questions are applicable. So roll plus sharp. Your questions are, what happened here? What sort of creature is it? But that doesn't really fit. What can it do? What can hurt? It doesn't really work. Hmm. Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? Like a lot of these are kind of valid. So um, yeah. I think I'm going to try for what is concealed here if I do this. Okay. <laughs> Oh, well, that's experience. That's, uh, oh, boy. <laughs> that's a five. Could I help out by uh, looking around? Oh, wait, she was using her scent. So probably not. Well, I, but I also wasn't transformed, so I don't get my extra plus one. It wouldn't yeah. even matter, though. I think, Rainbow, as you turn around, maybe you start running your hand up and down the wall instead of confusion at like this, like where this door has gone. Uh, the couple that you guys are sort of speaking to, they're like, they pick up on the fact that you are not sort of competent, I guess is the word I want to say. Like, they pick up that you don't know what's happening or what's going on, and uh, I think they get a little bit more defensive from that. And they they, they kind of say, like, look, look, we don't even care. Just leave us alone, please. Just leave us alone, and we'll leave you alone, and and that'll be it. All right. And they, uh, they, they turn around and start to just, like, head off somewhere else, like, looking at another, like, planetary exhibit in this room i'm gonna call out to them it's your funeral yeah they just don't even respond sometimes you need to let people dig their own graves they're going to die and sometimes you need to let them (sighs) do so that's nature that's just how life works oh my god okay should we just try to find a different door maybe it's this type of thing where we have to go deeper and deeper into the museum until well finally we find the guy yeah, how big is the room that we're in right now? Good question. Okay, so this room might be like the size of a uh, basketball hall. Does that make sense to you guys? Like what that is? 
like a basketball court in in like an in a hall kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Um, you can kind of like see the faint edges of like the corners of the walls and like where it sort of yeah creates a perimeter, but it's not like a, a it doesn't appear to be a flat surface. Again, there is this illusion that it just it is never ending space. But I think at the far end of this room, so across from where you guys entered in, and uh, also on the right hand wall, there are a set of double doors on each of them. So you've got straight ahead and to the right. Should we pair off? Uh, I think we should stick together. Hmm. I I'm fine with either, I guess. But who knows if like the door is going to shut behind us again and we can't go to the other room. Then how can we find each other? Oh, God. I think Augustus turns to you guys and is like, okay, listen, I know that you are all not exactly happy with these two. And he sort of points a thumb towards the the, the couple behind you. But I mean, we can't just let them walk into whatever, whatever we've been called here for. I mean, whatever you've been called here for. I, I, you all can have your own stance on this, but I will not stand by and let them willingly walk into something. All right. Go help them. Yeah. You won't have to fight. You can go help by getting other people out. Yeah. I think Augustus just kind of looks a little bit dejected at you guys. <sighs> I think just like Luz and, uh, let Luz and Eli. Augustus. Yes. I don't know if you ever had the chance to learn this in your life, but sometimes... Even if you do everything right, and even if you try your very, very hardest, sometimes things don't work out. And you might want very much to help everyone. I know I like to help everyone, but sometimes that doesn't work out. But I think it's very admirable that you'd like to try. So if you'd like, you might be the best person to reach them. Thank you, Rainbow. Believe me that... This, uh, this is what I'm here for. I'm here to help. You haven't. Eli, remember that talk we had on the train? No, I am sick and tired. It's been two days with you, and you think you're trying to help? You brought me and Ava into this God-knows-where world where we don't know anything about anything... And then bring us to a monster, not only to not help and defeat it, but after that, having us only have two hours of sleep to go and try and find another one? Are you kidding me? And then after just saying, oh yeah, you can go home, apparently you know it doesn't work. So I think you're doing a pretty poor job in helping Augustus. He hasn't helped you, Eli. This isn't just about me. It's about you, too. Were you not scared at all? Any of you? Even a little bit cautious? When he threw us at this demon monster out in the woods? We didn't have a choice in whether or not we wanted to fight that thing. And all of a sudden, Augustus is just making the decision that, oh, yeah, you guys are the chosen ones. You guys have to come and help us. No, I am not okay with that, all right? So, listen, Augustus, that is fine when you're trying to help people. But maybe instead of trying to bring other people in to help, ask them if they even want to consider helping in the first place, all right? Wow. And now I'm stuck here. 
in this world where I can't find my friends, where I come from, and now I can't get home with these powers. <sighs> it's almost like a hotel, a magical hotel, decided that this was your destiny, and perhaps- Do you think this is a game? Eli! Do you remember the talk we had on the train where you need to present the you you want people to see, the you that people trust and like and don't consider to be a bad person? Because I don't see that, Eli, either. Well, the thing about that is I don't trust Augustus. I don't think he's a good person. And Eli storms off and not even considering what he's about to do, walks through the door. Good riddance. I'm going to go to the other door. Eli storms off into the room directly ahead and Lou's heads off towards the right. And it's just Augustus. Ava and Rainbow. Mr. Augustus, I'm sorry about that. That's okay, Rainbow. It's, um, look, I understand. I understand everything that's going on. It's not ideal. It's not ideal for anybody. <sighs> I wish I didn't have to bring him into this. Yes. He doesn't seem very happy to be here. I don't think reluctant help is the help you needed, but you seem to have a lot of trust in the hotel. <laughs> He smiles when you say that. I'm going to walk up and pat his back very comfortingly as best as I can. Thank you both. I know that things are sort of coming to a boiling point, but now is not the time to leave our heads. As much as I trust the hotel's instructions to bring Eli and Ava over here, I trust it just as much that we need to be here and we need to be here together. This is important. I believe that it is. I've never smelled anything as bad as this. It is important. I mean, what other choices do you have? I mean, we're the best fit. That's what the hotel said, at least. Ava, can I be frank with you? Yeah. You four... As much as each of you may not feel it, are the most competent people I have ever met. Thank you for saying so. <sighs> okay, I... I'm so sorry, I don't like to leave them alone, but... Ava, I'm worried I'll bark at Eli again. Would you mind going after him and I'll find Luz? I will go after Eli. <laughs> yes, I'm not great at talking to people, but maybe he just needs someone to vent to. I can listen at least. I'm very grateful. I don't have endless patience. I, um, I suppose I'll try and, uh, work my magic on, uh, on these two. And he again points another thumb to the couple. I'll, uh, I'll see if I can at least you know, be with them so that they are a little bit, I guess, safer while we're in here. 
And um, yeah, let, let's try not to split up too much, I think. I've got a funny feeling about this place. It's something in the air. Liz, you storm off as well and you head towards the right-hand side of this room to the double doors. And I think uh, maybe like as you're approaching, a planet just kind of like softly and slowly, like just kind of glides down in front of you, but you're like batted away and it just like flies off in the other direction. Uh, And you, you go to pull on these doors and they don't open. And you go to push on these doors and they don't open, but they... They budge just a little bit. So you know that they're not locked, but they're blocked. Oh. And I think maybe you step back a little bit and you sort of try to get a really big push into it. And while the doors don't open all the way, what you do see through the the slit between the two doors very briefly looks like a white sheet. But then the doors snap back. And, uh, and and don't and don't give it all. Eli, you've stormed off from the group now and you head towards the double doors that are directly ahead. You slam open these double doors and like last time, there is a sort of curtain in front of you and you and while this curtain isn't black, it's a curtain of thick woven vine ropes. They have an entanglement of small bones. And you whip your way through this curtain of vines and you immediately bump into a car-sized skeleton head that leers at you in the silence. <laughs> 